This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Welcome to the Bayside Bubble. I am Marie Lacey, and together with my co-host Kate Harvey, we are delighted to share fun and fascinating stories that make Bayside one of the best places to live in the world. The Bayside Bubble podcast is all about our local community, connecting with Baysiders who make a positive difference to where we live. This podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, Buxton in Bayside and Chisholm Constructions. So get on board and share the bubble love. Welcome back to the Bayside Bubble. Hello, Kitty Cat. Hi, Mary Lacey. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here and back in the studio and it feels like normal life's returning a bit. It has and mm. I'm very excited by that. Mm, me too. Although I don't want to go too fast too soon and no, I have. I'm a bit tired today. Yeah. I need some cucumbers on my eyes actually. But apart <laughs> from that, we're here. And you know what, Kitty Cat, we have a guest that has already been here before. We do, a return, uh, return traveller. A returnee. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Mayor Laurie Evans. Hi, Laurie. G'day, guys. Kate Marie, how are you? Really well, thanks. How are you? Well, I'm very well, thank you. I'm uh, uh, all in one piece and after this, going to have a game of golf, so it can't be any better, can it? Well, Kitty Cat and I are about to do a golf lesson, so that's going to be interesting as well. Well, I'll take one, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome back. And I know last time we spoke to you, we had lots of interesting discussions about everything Bayside, but also we talked about things that were really important to Kitty Cat and I and to you. In that time, a year's passed... About a year, is it? The last time we yeah, spoke? Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, say so. Yeah, yeah. And I and Kate were talking before that you are finishing your term as mayor. Finishing on, this barrel? Yes, yes very soon. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I think I said to you last time, I'm a bit of a council junkie, a local government junkie, and I love it. Um, and I think one of the things that I do like about being the mayor is that trying to build a relationship with a council in the first or second year and trying to get the councillors uh, in a collegial relationship rather than this um, fighting factional type uh, stuff. So I, I, I think probably I've... I may have even succeeded. So, oh my uh, gosh. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't be stunned. But because, yeah. because last time you were here, we talked about the the change to electrics and electrics, 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 electrics. Oh. electrics. Remember, I think we were talking about how you had six or seven people come on and have that combined voice. Did that work? Well. Previous to this, there'd been three electorates, uh, the two councillors in the northern ward, three in the central ward, and two in the southern ward. So that's seven. Now they're all seven single wards. That's right. And you yeah. had a change of names and things. Yeah, yeah, change of names. So they've got seven different names and all about um, people that have um, been round the, the, the traps round uh, Bayside. Yes. And um, so seven people, four councillors got re-elected Good. and three new councillors. Right. So, yeah. So a little bit of stability, a little bit of news, which is good. Yeah, good. It's great. Yeah, that's good. And great gender balance. We've got three uh, young women um, uh, in the council, which is terrific, really, yes. really fantastic. Yeah, good. Good. So how has the, the last year been, What I, apart from COVID, um, what, what has been, you know, the most challenging of, of council's um, time this year and the most rewarding, like, well, we've had we've had a number of really big issues that I, I just felt so sorry for the new councillors that came on. They had to face really big issues of 
angst about um, people. Netball was a, a big issue. We've had basketball, a big issue. We've had a big issue with a number of planning issues, um, which have been all over the paper. So I just felt really sorry for the new councillors that came in and get these hits straight away and try and for them to work their way through it. And I guess um, because of my old, and my age and my grey hair, trying to, I suppose, nurture and help them as much as I possibly can and um, trying to get them so that they, they focus on a debate rather than personalities. Yeah, <laughs> And so um, what would you say was, was one of the biggest wins this year for council? We're delivering something like about thirty or forty million dollars worth of infrastructure this year. So you know that's pretty that's pretty good. And this council's focus is about our climate change, about um, a climate emergency which we declared in two thousand and nineteen, which I brought up in a notice of motion. And it wasn't just saying you know we declare a climate a climate emergency. Part of the things that our officers said to us was, no, he's just saying that, you know, you've got to do something about it, you know. And so uh, I've sort of wanted to do it, I think it was September um, 2019. Um, the officer said, look, let's get a plan um, so that you can say you can declare a climate emergency, but you've got an action plan that says something, what you're actually going to do about it. And so we delayed by uh, declaring a climate emergency from September to December, while the officers built that um, action plan. And one of the great things about this new council is that's the focus of, uh, you know, it's our our planet, our environment, um, all of these things, which I think is fantastic. And we have younger uh, male and females really interested in this and really pushing it. So, you know, I, I find that fascinating, fascinating, wonderful. There's a couple of things we talked about last time, and one we did talk about was parking in Bayside. What's going on with these parking islets in, in in the community? Because there's people, the traders are really pissed off. <laughs> and and rightly so, some of them. Yep, yep. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting. Um, we've got about three or four major activity centres. A uh, number of them uh, with the parklets, you don't hear a thing. Over here in Cheltenham, the one, uh, the, the, um, the liquor one over here, not a thing. Not so much in Hampton Street, don't hear much in Hampton Street. A little bit in Church Street, you hear a lot. Most of it's from Sandy, the village in Sandy. And there's, there's two, two different thoughts, two different thoughts about uh, that you hear about why are the hospitality getting and why aren't we? You know, and fair, fair enough, uh, fair comments. Let me put my point of view. The government gave us, I think it was 500000 to encourage outdoor dining. I think outdoor dining's great. I, that in my personal view, I think outdoors, but, and especially in COVID, we way to go. Yeah, way to go. Yes. Way to go. Um, in Sandringham, when I was first elected, uh, 2012, the traders came to myself and the other new elected councillor, Heather um, Stewart, lovely young woman, um, and said to us, we want more parking in uh, the, the village there. No drama. There were two places where we said that we'd do it, and that was at the back of Melrose Street. There was commuter uh, car parking there of about, uh, people used to stay there all day, so we made that four hours. We also then said that there, under 122 Bay Road, uh, there's something like 35 car spaces. That's underground, open car spaces for people. We made those four hours as well. 
Now, I say to traders, there's a number of traders say to me, we haven't got a lot of parking. I see traders park out in front of their own places. I've seen it. One of the ones that uh, shall be nameless that uh, has a place in Melrose Street parks his two vans there. And I say to them, you have 35 car spaces under 122 to park. Every time I go down there and have a look, there's about 14 spaces used. So again, I have to help themselves as far as parking. I think space lists, and it's not a council um, resolution at the moment, it'll come back to the council, but I think space lists in some form are going to stay um, in, in my view, but I, I honestly don't know how the council's going to vote on that. Um, but I think people get used to outdoor dining and it'll be, maybe it'll be uh, restricted to certain months, maybe be restricted to a little bit less of cars. Um, but I think people do like it. The public that speak to me say to me, I like outdoor dining. So. It makes sense, like you said, in seasonal. So spring, summer, people want to be outside. Yep. You need to have the space. Yep, yep. And how many car parking spaces are we talking that are being used up by the spacelets at the moment? Uh, I can't tell you the number, but let's say in Theo's there'd be two, in Hobson's maybe two or three, the one on the corner sidebar maybe three or four, so maybe 10, 12. They're mainly in that um, particular area and there's been a number of traders in Station Street that have been complaining because they say that the cars don't stop there. Um, because there's no car spaces, and I say, you fill up those 35 car spaces underneath 122 Bay Road and you got my... They do, say to do me... Do you think people know about that, though? I don't know I have told that. the traders I'm sick and tired. <laughs> I've told the traders 150 times. Well, maybe the traders haven't told the public because I didn't know about the 122. Me neither. Underneath there, there are 35 spaces and it's a steep ramp to go down into. Um, it was... A, a resolution of council in 2012. It was one of the first things I did when I was elected because the traders in Sandy said they wanted more car park. Right. And did you say they're four-hour parking? Four-hour parking. They have to yeah. shift their car once. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Or, you know, well, maybe twice if they're, if they're later hours. But, <laughs> but, again, they're not used. So, you know. It'd be interesting to see that, I mean, the 14 spare down there versus the 14... That no, no, there were 14 space. spaces sure. that were... Uh, uh, that were Clear. Uh, no, 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 14 spaces that were used oh, out right. of the 35. Sure. That's 21. So you don't see this much in Hampton Street? No, you don't hear much about it in Hampton. You hear a little bit from the traders in Church Street and, and Bay Street. Yes. A little bit about it. Uh, Roxholt and those in Bay Street um, have uh, said things. Um and again, but I understand where people are coming from. Look, trading's really hard. Right. It's, it, it's tough in the good times. Yeah, yeah. It's tough in the good times. So I understand where they're saying, but it's like all of these things. It's, there's no black and white. Yeah. You've got I mean, to help I, each other. Well, I've chosen one little small, when I say little aspect, there's a big aspect to traders. What do you think Bayside City Council have done for retail in, through the pandemic? The, the things that we've done is we've cut back on, on the outdoor fees and things for traders. We have then helped them uh, with the spacelets and built those. Um, the other things that we're looking at is a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of community events in there. Sandy's a little bit different because, I don't know if you know, they've got um, Ian and Les and Sue and a whole lot of people doing the Sandy street art stuff, which is fabulous. 
Make up my whole support. They, they are just fabulous. And the Sandy traders are getting themselves organised these days. Yes. Um, they're, they're, they're very good. They've, they've got a voice. It's like anything. A lot of the people that complain aren't part of the traders, so they're one-off people that don't want to join. There's some that are part of the traders and have a voice as well. So I guess outdoor dining in, in good weather is probably going to be here to stay. Sure, right. and um, more community events as we open up as well. Uh, one of the things that really, um, uh, you might get to it, but one of the things that's really sad is we can't have the Christmas carols this year, you know, in Denny Park. We, uh, you know, 20, 25,000, we just can't, we can't and we couldn't plan for it. So we've organised that we'll have... Um, little street events uh, around in the major activity centres. And one of the things that the council was uh, pretty hot to trot on uh, was to get live music from live music people within the municipality, give them a hand because, you know, they do it tough. They do it tough. They do it tough in normal times. They do it tough in normal times too. They do it tough. And, again, one of the um, one of the councillors was hot to trot to make sure that we do sing carols. So um, carols in um, major activity centres is probably one of the things. The other thing that we're doing is I don't know if you've seen that uh, uh, light shows. We're doing light shows. I around. saw that. I read something about Where's the light. That? They built. They're actually putting. They're putting lighting on buildings around mm. Bayside. Mm. Mm. Which well, I think is really groovy. Yeah. I think it's very, it's gonna gonna be great. Be great. Yeah, yeah, it's really groovy. They had one. Uh, I don't know if you know Bunjil the Eagle. Yes, they yes. had uh, one on on. On, on that um, mural. So, yeah, yeah, I thought it was really groovy, really cool. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is, yeah. Buxton Real Estate knows that the process of buying or selling a home can be stressful and daunting, but it doesn't need to be. Backed by over 150 years of history and an extensive network of acclaimed agents and property managers, Buxton is here to help make your real estate journey the best experience of your life. So if you're in the market to buy or sell your home, think Buxton in Bayside. Chisholm is fast becoming a household name as a premier construction firm delivering architecturally designed functional homes in Bayside, Melbourne and the Mornington Peninsula. With a strong association to some of Melbourne's leading architects, Chisholm offers an end-to-end residential construction solution. It really is a big decision to invest in home construction, but it's the right decision when you choose Chisholm Constructions. So call Tom Chisholm today to get your construction project moving in the right direction. And let's talk vaccination rates in Bayside. My goodness, aren't we? Aren't we hot? (laughs) I got to look to my notes here, but um, we've got ninety-five percent first dose and eighty-six point. 5% 5% second dose. Yeah, and that's, that's sort of, that's as pretty of good, isn't it? beginning of November. I know. I'm, I was um, so proud of us. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's brilliant. I take all, I take all the credit all for that. that. I was all waiting right, for it. it's a good thing, I take the credit. <laughs> if it's a bad thing, somebody else does. Yeah, that. that's right. <laughs> hey, how about that? Why do you think that is? Why do you think we are so good at this? Well, I, I, I've thought about this and a lot of people on the um, golf course ask me okay. the, the same thing. It's, it's interesting. One, I think... We're an older residence within Bayside and I think we're compliant. Um, we tend to be very lawful people. That and I guess education's For the sure. other thing yeah. too. I think education and we we are uh, a very much Anglo-Saxon. We, we understand the language. Um, so I guess, 
you know, people in uh, other diverse groups where they don't understand language, have language barriers, must feel it find very difficult and they come from places where uh, the authority is not probably their best friend um, and I understand that uh, and that's a harder thing and that's where, that's where local government um, uh, should be leading the way in those sort of things, educating uh, people about it. Um, but one of the things that really fascinated me or interested me was why the federal government didn't give the vaccination to local government. Uh, I'm not quite sure why. I, I don't get into that sort of politics, but we've been doing vaccinations all our life, you know, all yeah. the kids' vaccinations, yes, the small sure. boxes, all that. Yeah. We've just, so again, that was, I, I don't know why they did it, but uh, anyway, I thought local government probably could have done it. And, could have well, done they already a good job. had the infrastructure, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. have the maternal health nurses yeah. and all of that. You know, we've been doing kids kids injections. You probably had all your kids injected there. We did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what about libraries over COVID? You know, how how what they do? How did how library was um, well? They do the um, click and collect. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've seen the Sandy Library. It's we, fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. I tell you, we've got some good libraries. Uh, Brighton's pretty good. Uh, Bowie's exemplary. But uh, as, as a former architect, the uh, <laughs> the Sandy Library looks really groovy. Yeah. I mean, the, the lights and the, the felt forests and uh, all of that and the lovely carpets. I don't know if you've seen the carpets. I've um, only seen a fly through a, a video oh, yeah, I haven't yeah. actually been oh, it's, yet. It's, it's really fantastic. Um, awesome. We better go in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I've, um, Sandy Library we uh, frequent quite a lot, but it's, uh, again, um, uh, hasn't been opened, then has opened, hasn't been opened, has opened. The interesting one now is the, I don't know if you know about the return book where you've, um, you zap it and the return sheet opens and you can put your uh, right. books down. No. So you is that in all clever. the libraries or but is that in all the libraries or just Sandy? I think Sandy? it is, but I can right. only tell you I've used yeah. it at Sandy. So, awesome. That's very uh, clever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah pretty groovy. Because I said to my wife, I can't put my library. Oh, you deal. You just zap <laughs> it and open it up. I said, oh, well, you know. Yeah. No, that. that <laughs> something nice. that I discovered over COVID is the um, the digital borrowing of, of e-books. Mm. That's been fantastic, yeah, especially yeah. for my son who just the, reads, you know. He's so, a reader? Yeah, 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 he's 12 and reads all the Wings of Fire books and all of that. Ah, and he goes wonderful. through them like wonderful. nobody's business. But yeah, Where does the, he go? Where's he? Where's he? Uh, to the library, he goes to to Bowie Morris, Bowie? but he goes to Bowie Sec. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Bowie Sec, isn't that isn't that great? Loving school? that school, that and again, school? I think it is a tribute to the community, um, and especially you know the the group that that really sort of advocated for that was that it it was a school rather than you know a whole bunch of new houses. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Steve Pearce and Clark Martin, the two of them. Uh, Steve continued on on in that uh, and Debbie Shays. I mean, how about isn't her awesome? as a principal. I, and I yeah. mean, she is just, I reckon she's phenomenal. She's one of those people that, that gets it and can relate to people. I mean, yeah. I the, think fight, the fight was well worth it, wasn't it, by the Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she's a... Yeah, it's an she's incredible... She's a top-notch uh, principal. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is an incredible community to be a part of, yeah. for sure. So, Laurie, moving forward now, you're finishing... Your duty as a mayor. Yes, I am. Yes. yes. Over and out. Yes. So. Over and out. <laughs> what do you hope to see for your for the future of Bayside City Council and the people that are now running it? What does well, Bayside? You'll still be in it, won't you? You're still there. You're still there, but home. you'll have a voice. But you want the younger ones to come through. We do. So, what do you foresee happening, or what would you like to see to the, the, in Bayside yep, for yep. the future? 
Well, there's there's probably a number of things. I think the main focus that this council and I would presume the 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 next ones is about our climate, uh, 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 the climate change and climate emergency and climate action. It's fantastic for people of my generation to have younger, both male and female, uh, getting gender equity within our our council, and getting a young voice spruiking this stuff. I mean, which I, I just find it. I just love it. I just think you get re-energised when you when you hear young people saying about how important this is for our planet. And how do we get it? We get it from the grassroots. We get it from you, you, me, everybody just doing a little bit more. There are some that have a really big picture and think they're going to change the world like that. Well, that just doesn't happen. It is... A, it is a process and if you don't educate people, which is what I think the younger people are doing for my age group, they're educating us and bringing us through and saying our planet is really worthwhile saving and, you know, this is how you do it and this is how you've got to, you've got to change. You've got to drive an electric car. You've got to, um, you know, you've got to change the way in which you... And it's tough. It's tough. I mean... You know, you, you get set in your ways, and but you need that little bit of somebody to come yes, and, you yes, know, say. Yeah. So I think that's a that's a change. I would like to see more younger and more more women in our council, although it's pretty good. Um, I'm a bit of a spruker for our council for saying that it's it's not a it's not a party uh, political council. Hasn't been in the years. There have been members of. A party. I'm not a member of any party. Uh, they wouldn't have me. I wouldn't have them. Um, but they never. They've never brought in their party politics to council. You see other councils where you see the two Greens, two Libs, two Labor, two this, two that. It hasn't been in the last two um, councils, which I think is fabulous. You know, I'm an old school local government. Fair income about community. People may not like a decision I've made, no drama. But then, you know, what you say to them is, well, you might not like that decision, but the next decision I make, you may like. So it's not about a personality. It's about, you know, and some people really dislike you for putting your hand up and voting in a particular way. Well, that's respectful. I demand respect. I think that's, I think we should teach our children and grandchildren respect and courteousness. I think that comes through in our council. So anyway, um, yeah, I think in the next um, more women, more younger people. Uh, and more focus on the environment. And more focus on the environment. And that's happening. Yeah. That's happening. So Very good. good. Mm. Well, Laurie, thanks once again for coming and uh, seeing us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Before we leave, any any last words from your notes or anything? I was just having a look. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't really had a look at the I know notes. you haven't. <laughs> whoever wrote your notes for you was I like, know, Laurie, I, I spent hours with <laughs> them. There was know, nothing. <laughs> so, Laurie, before you do go, Life for you, golf. We talk about. Ah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> trying, trying to get that handicap down. Oh, yeah. yes. So Laurie used to be a runner. Used to do a lot of marathons, and now he's onto the golf, getting the That's handicap right. down. What yeah. else? What else? Oh, grandchildren. Grandchildren, Family. very important. Seven grandchildren. Lovely, loveliest grandchildren. We're very lucky. Um, all our my three children get on extremely well. They are not only 
um, good friends. They're the best of mates and they're, they're, their kids are also the best of mates. And when the seven of them are together, it's a delight for somebody like me. It's fantastic. Brilliant. And I just love seeing the young people grow, grow up. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. As a parent, you have all the uh, you have all the nasty bits. We have, as grandparents, <laughs> we have all the good bits. We fill them with sugar and, and send, send them back. Yeah. Send them back, and they love us. They love us. They just love us. Okay, how could they not? <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks, Laurie. Thanks, Laurie. Okay. Cheers. You've been listening to the Bayside Bubble. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, you can like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Or if you have no idea what that means, just tell your family and friends, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, whoever will listen. Catch all the latest from us on Insta and Facebook and take a look at our website, baysidebubble.com.au while you're at it. And of course, this podcast would not be possible without Buxton Real Estate and Chisholm Constructions. So thanks again. We'll see you next time on the Bayside Bubble.